on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to High Tide. Yep, what a morning. It's been a little bit this morning. If you're just getting out of bed, it's a little bit chilly. Yep, we're going from 20s to 30s, and now we're back down into single digits. But not to worry. It will improve, one hopes, as it gets on, although I think the prediction from the bomb, the Bureau of Meteorology, is suggesting it could be cloudy most of the day. And as I have a quick look for the uh, inner areas here, in Sydney that is, it's just southeastly, 10 to 15 knots, that'll tend to the east during the afternoon, then it'll swing around to the nor-nor-east and it'll drop back down below 10 knots in the evening. See, it'll be about a half a metre. But as I said, it will be a little bit cloudy. Also, I'm sure I'll give it some thought this morning. And definitely wait till daybreak. The southeast will be up to 20 knots during uh, turning to the northeast. So that's a big swing from the north south to the north. And it'll be 10 to 15 knots in the evening. The sea will be one to one and a half metres. That should decrease back down to about a metre during the morning. The first swell will be from the south, and that'll be two to three metres. That'll back off and come back down around about the two-metre mark early in the evening. The second swell will be from the east around about one metre. The weather, partly cloudy. Large and powerful surf conditions are expected to be the hazardous, more than hazardous, very dangerous for coastal activities such as crossing the bars, especially by boat. It's pretty hard to walk across them. Or a rock fishing. And don't forget with the rock fishing, look, if you're thinking about doing that, if you don't understand it and you've never done it before, go have a look him up, Alex Bellissimo. You'll find him on the um, internet and stuff like that. And have a couple of lessons or more if he thinks that you need that. But the other good thing about People like Alex, they'll teach you how to catch your own bait, like catch the beach worms. That's an experience. Well, good mate Lenny Pascoe is good at it now. But um, if the rock is showing you signs of it being wet, why is it wet? Okay, put that in the back of your head. Why is this wet? Okay, I better stop and have a look. I'll spend about 20 minutes or so sitting here having a look at seeing exactly what what is happening there. Of course, when you go to the rock fishing, always have a look and see where, if I get washed in, where do I get out? That's an important thing to know as well. And another thing, again, going with people like Alex Bellissimo, learned what sort of footwear should I wear. Do I have cleats? Do I have sprigs? Or do I wear sand shoes? Because the rock formation is always different. There's hard rock, then there's the sandstone rock. So you've got to understand all that. Anyhow, that's that's all I'm going to tell you there about that. At this time of the morning, but I will progress later and keep reminding you of it because it's very, very important. Look, I can tell you a couple of things that the bombs say, and it's always good. They say never fish alone, which is a really smart idea. 
if you're in a boat and you have a turn or something goes over or you fall accidentally and you're on your own, you could be knocked out. Anything can happen to you. Okay, and um, with the rock fishing, choose a good safe spot. And like with your boat fishing, make sure it's a safe spot. Say, oh, they talk about fishing off the rocks. What about if I go around there on my boat? Mm-hmm. Or well, make sure you leave the motor going because you don't need the boat to be picked up and dumped on the rocks as well. And as I mentioned, wear the non-slip shoes. Always talk to the tackle store and say, mate, I want to go to Maroubra, say, and do a bit of rock fishing. I want to go down to Manly. And uh, talk to the people there and I say, mate, you need these sort of shoes to wear there. The life jacket. Never leave home without one. Put it on. Wear it all the time. Um, you'll, it won't hurt you. And you never know when it's going to save your life. And the other thing is never turn your back on the sea. You're better off loaning your wallet to your, your worst enemy than turning your back on the sea. Now, Horatio the Hornblower, the man, you know, we call Mumbles now, I showed him a picture that I picked up out of the paper the other day just to make him jealous. It was about an old boat that's been restored. It was found. It was given to Australia and ended up as a wreck. It's just sitting there up in Guam doing nothing. Well, it's been fully restored. So the winds, wind can get back into the sails of the grand old lady. And uh, she's 80 years of age. It was built by a marine artist. Uh, and he was also the first to sail in the Sydney to Hobart race. Um, that was in the early 1939. So it's a great old boat. I'm just looking for the name of it. Grant, tell everyone what the name is. It's Kathleen Gillett. So you'll probably find it on the web page, I would think. Yes. It's a great story. Great old boat. And I reckon that's where we'll see Grant in another 10 years. As I said here, he's another Chichester. He'll be sailing here. Your high tide will be coming from any parts of the world. Could be up around Russia, Antarctica, North Pole. Well, I'm going to have Tim Simpson on this morning. He's going to talk about he's going out a couple of weeks targeting. He's going to help a guy It's coming from the States to chase a record of marlin fishing, see if you can catch the biggest marlin. And that's a pretty big feat to take on out here. But still, that's what Tim's going to do. I'm going to get Tim on um, a few times as well to talk about some of the exotic places that Tim's been fishing because there's some great stories there, absolutely great stories. Uh, And... He's back. Get your wallet back from the wife. Get the credit card. Yep, none other than Mr. John Caracatitis. It's commonly known as Carrots. He's back at 5.15 this morning. They're racing at Royal Randwick today. What's the main feature races at Randwick today? I shall have a quick look for those that aren't interested. Uh, the invitation is one that's worth how many million? Uh, only a couple of mil. Uh, the Moe Chandon, that's another couple of mil. God, blimey. Well, we haven't got horses of today. Blokes I've worked with, Calendar and Preston Hall Race, that's in Cotter. I know him too, the chemist out of Marylands, Fairfield. He was once the biggest chemist around. Um, yep. They're the main races. Good old tab highways always on. I see the tab's been um, in a little bit of a dilemma this week. Where they're at the annual general meeting, where they all all the executives wanted a pay rise, and uh, the shareholders knocked it back, and they want the costs that from the top to be lowered. So all those that get their millions 
may not be getting them and the and the overheads are too high so they're going to reduce some of the staff at the top that's where it should always start Gibbe said that that's all the success starts Jack Gibson that is uh, starts in the main office the head office that's where all the success comes from well that's just something new there I better take a um, double breath so that uh, Mumbles can play a couple of ads. On 2SM and the Super Network, talking sport. When we played the Kiwis in 1995, my right eye would always open up. So I'd have 18, 20 stitches every game. Mm. And I spilled blood for Australia. It was this most brutal games, Kiwis. You know when you're up against them, mate, they're, uh, they're handing out bruises for fun. Weekdays from three. I was the very first streaker at the cricket ground when Australia played the West Indies. Very first day night match. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> West Indies and the yeah. Australia in the very first day night match. I thought I had to do something, sir. Well, on a famous day that we celebrate, it's nice to have a famous person on, Snowy. <laughs> That's incredible, Snowy. <laughs> Love the show. You know what, Spud? After seeing you, especially on my screen, I'm going to go up a gear. Two four-kilo weights. I'm going to go to the four kilos. <laughs> <laughs> mate, when you're there, go and buy yourself a bib for your dribbling. See you, mate. <laughs> We're back tomorrow, folks. Talk of sport. 13-12-69. Talk and sport. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's razorback4x4.com.au. Sherlock Wheelbarrows, for almost 50 years, make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier. Sherlock lasts longer. Sherlock, view the full range at sherlocklastlonger.com.au. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. At Beaumont's, we want to give you more for less. With up to 20% off our outdoor tile range, stretch your budget for that alfresco area. Or update your bathroom and living areas with 25% off most Australian-made floor tiles. Only at Beaumont's. Beaumont's. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Okay, let's get to the ties here at Fort Denison in Sydney. The low went through at 216, no, 2.11 a.m. this morning, and it was 0.24 of a metre. High in Sydney will be at 8.27, 1.78. That's a good big tide. The low will be at 14.44. There's 2.44 this afternoon, 0.26. So there's a one-and-a-half metre run in the tide. That's pretty strong. I'll talk to Brad in a moment about the strength in the tides. And the next high will be at 20.48. Tonight, 8.48, 1.64 of a metre. Morning, Brad. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, mate. I, uh, I was just thinking I, I heard that phone call that he made to you. And um, it's right. He is right. It's pretty hard to find a decent hamburger place. You know, I'm talking about the old hamburgers where it used to sort of dribble down all over you. Uh, it had beetroot on it. I noticed a place, a cafe where I get my coffee out of pizza Kellyville 
they make a good hamburger and they don't charge you for beetroot. The bloke across the road wants a dollar to put a slice of beetroot on. <laughs> you know, yeah, I remember you, know, you could get one with the lot, which was, had the bacon and it had the egg and it had a slot, you know, the big pineapple ring on it. Mm, well, let's bad, talk it? it up because he can't eat. <laughs> Cholesterol city for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. There's a couple of good little shops around Fonty where um, they still have the old-fashioned ones. It's pretty good, hard to beat. Well, you'll have to point one out. I think he's going to try and sail that far on uh, around Christmas. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's it. He can sort of pull up at the jetty and run across the road and grab one if he wanted to, I think, at Swansea. Yep. Yeah, yep. he'll be right then. He should have his choppers. <laughs> good on him, yeah. Yeah, that's the go. Mate, the uh, forecast there for the weather is not all that good. No, I'm not going fishing this weekend. It's been terrible. Yesterday it was really, really bad, four metre swells and, you know, strong or gale force or strong winds. It was anyway from the south. So, yeah, let that one go. That's for sure. I suppose um, if there's any factor to it, it's the fact that it was around about 12 to 14 seconds between the peaks, they were saying. So, you know... But it's still a long way up and a long way down. When you're in those troughs down the bottom, yeah. you wonder, yeah. ooh, what's going to happen next? Yeah, it takes the fun out of it. It makes it more of a survival mission more than a you know fun day out, that's for sure. Hmm. But, um, yeah, the, the channel's still good for fishing and there's some spots in the lake that you can go fishing still. But offshore, no, it's not going to happen this weekend for me anyway. Yep. Well, if you're not going out, that's a... A really good learning curve for those that are listening and are thinking about heading out around the Newcastle area. Do not go. Yeah, that's it. There's no badges for being a hero. You know, the fish will be there next week or the next time, you know what I mean? Mm. Hey, listen, one of the interesting things too, you know, you never think about it, but, you know, when you're on a swing mooring. So, therefore, you've got to have a little dinghy to get out to it. Yes. Now, if you don't wear a life jacket... While you're in that dinghy, you say, oh, I'm going to get out and I'll go on my boat. I'll put my life jacket on when I get to the bar. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, yeah, you get pinged for it. Yep, absolutely. And a guy happened, and it happened in um, Pitwater this week. Bloke got stung $450 for not having one on. Yeah. Yeah, I've had the conversation and been warned about that rowing out to the boat, so I've Got my life jacket on every time I row out to the mooring to get on board. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it, it's 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 a interesting topic. I suppose one could have with a boating safety officer. I don't know whether you'd win it or not, though. No, you won't win it. But the other thing is, if you go out on a stand-up paddleboard, you don't have to wear a life jacket. But in a boat, you have to. Mm, okay. Where's the anyway. common sense attached to this? Yeah, you know, you got to, it's their rules, it's their sandpit where are playing in it. It's not hard to put a life jacket on, so no problems there. Yep, yep. Yeah. We had this problem, the rowing. The rowers here in Sydney, this is way back in the 90s, right? And I used to blow up about it like push bikes. You know, why are they not having a white light on the back of the rowers that are out there before dawn? Absolutely. You know, if I run into one and kill somebody, I'm at, I'm at yeah. fault. Oh, wait there. Where's problem, the light yeah. to distinct? Let me know that they're out there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I see them in Swansea Channel, and there's a lot of current in the channel, and, you know, especially when you get around the bridge... They'll sort of cut across in front of you sometimes when you sort of when, it, when the bridge opens and you get the green light to go and it's like you just can't believe it. You know what I mean? It's like why would you do that? You know, but they do it and you've got to be aware. So, and the other thing uh, I don't know about today because I've been sitting I don't not near the water there to watch anymore like that. But um, they never wore a life jacket either. No, no. No, but it, it, you know, their vessel will be longer than 
you know, it'll be big enough and there's enough of them on there so that, you know, they're not required to wear a life jacket. But they just don't have lights on in the dark when you sort of, you know, they put yeah. themselves in a dangerous position. Well, I just I don't think it. I think if everybody in the water has to wear a life jacket, it should be a, a basic rule. That way the kids will learn. Everybody's got to wear one. Yep. Yep, that's right. And they're not really restrictive these days, the new ones. So, you know, it's not a big deal to have one anyway. No. No, but anyway. All right, now, let's get on to the fishing. I'll get off the uh, (laughs) butter box and we'll see what happened about the fishing. The channel good to fish? What? Yeah, the channel's really good at the moment. There's a lot of Ludrick and Mr Big Seas around the Salt Bay, which is the entrance to the channel from the ocean. I'd imagine there'd be quite a few brim in there at the moment. When the big southerlies and the big seas come, all the brim come in there for shelter and um, there's some really, really good brim fishing typically around, you know, the end of the channel in these sort of conditions with the weather. And, yeah, they'll be on there today for sure, they will be. And also... um, the salmon are still around in the channel. And there's a few whiting and a few flathead as well, so the channel's going quite well. And I haven't heard or seen anybody, but um, they have been catching a few kingfish around the Fonty Bridge, but I'd imagine they'd be still there, but um, I just haven't sort of been around enough to talk to people or see enough mm-hmm. to see if anybody's been catching them there lately, but I'd be pretty confident there'd be a few kingfish there. And in the lake, yeah, in the south end of the lake, still fishing a little bit better, but it's been a little bit tougher this week, sort of with the moon and the tides a bit. But um, there's still fish around there, but um, it's just got to have, you know, put a little bit more effort in to catch them, I guess, at the moment. What about Pool Bar Island? Yeah, Pool Bar Island's going really well around Pool Bar. All around Pool Bar, actually, is going all right at the moment. So, yeah, no, it's good fishing there. If you can get out of the wind around the island today, you'd sort of... um. You know, you'd catch a few brim and flathead and probably some tailor and you might pick up a couple of squire too if you're lucky. So it's been good around that area of the lake and down a little bit further south from Pulbar Island. Okay. Yeah, no, it's worth a date. Oh, we should be coming up with the moon rise, rising up. I think it's full moon on Sunday. Yep. Uh, so some jewfish should be about. Yeah, and the tailor. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be, you know, the tailor and the jewfish sort of yeah, they'll be around, that's for sure. Yeah, the tailor are sort of, yeah, they're feeding on, what you know, all the bait fish and that, and then the jewfish, they sort of feed on the scraps and, you know, all the activity around there as well. They're part of that as well, they are. So there'll be a bit of that, that action around, that's for sure. Okay, so he's rang you and got you out of bed early this morning and you're not even going to work. <laughs> that's all good. Yeah, that's all good. I'll be going out couple of times during the week but um yeah today's not a good day to go out fishing so yeah whatever it is it is so what are we looking at when, what day do you think is going to be a good day i had a look at the weather this morning yeah, but i was planning on monday sort of um the wind will be easing it will be on uh, you know during the weekend and then i think monday in the swell sort of it'll back off a bit anyway so i'm hoping to go out on monday and um, I think it'll be a good day for snapper in the ocean after the sea's been all stirred up. So One would think so. Now, yeah. what? okay, so we go back out to the reefs, fish on yep. the edge of the reefs for the snapper. Yep. All right, are we going to use live bait or are we going to use squid or are we going to put down using, some plastic? Yeah, I'll be just using the old squid and, you know, pilchards and whatever and, Probably a few jigs as well. So, yeah, just to um, try and get a few readies anyway, that's for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, a lot. I'll use heavier jigs, I think, <coughs> this weekend, uh, when I get out next anyway. Just, yeah. Yeah, the current's been going north, which I haven't been a fan of in the last sort of week it has. But, um, yeah, I'll be using a few heavier jigs and just patting off the rigs and see what happens there. So hopefully the current's sort of, um, and the water's sort of not too bad out there anyway. It's starting to warm up a little bit, but a little bit of a north current there has been. Do you so, think the, yeah. the kingies should be offshore out there as well? Yeah, there'll be a few kingfish on the deeper reef, but um, 
Yeah, they just sort of. Yeah, they're just, they're, their run will be just about finished, you know. With the, you know, they'll be thinning out a little bit now. I think there'll still be a few around, but they won't be. As, you know, September's usually sort of a, you know, in October, they're at, when they're at their um, in the biggest numbers out there. But they'll still be there, but just not quite as many as what there was a in the last sort of month or six weeks. But yeah, they'll, they'll be there still. There'll be a few there. Yeah, well, you know, the the twelve mile at the frontier and up at. Long Reef and those places. During the week, earlier in the week, they were getting a good run of snapper, and they, they were that would increase after we and this settles down a bit. I would think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's be the, it'll be the same here too. It will be. But them numbers will be, you know, be pretty strong after this blow. Yeah, the, in the harbour, they've had a big run in the harbour down here uh, around the bridge and. Uh, west of the bridge and Middle Harbour around uh, all over there towards Manly and that of, of the Kingfish. They've been quite quite strong, actually. No, that's very good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good. And they're the sort of place you could go on a day like today. Yeah, absolutely. If you wanted yeah. to do that. I mean, overcast is good. Yeah. Yeah. And the southerly, too. I like fishing in the southerly, you know, in the lake. It's sort of... And overcast, it's a good day for like lake fishing anyway, like mm. that it is, that's for sure. What do you think about the big change, tide change? Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, the more, you know, it's just everything's more active then, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, I think that's great. You know, yeah, the, when the small tides are on, it's sort of, yeah, it seems to be a bit dull, you know what I mean? But when it's, you know, when there's a bigger tide and that, there's more things, you know, there's more things going on, it's sort of, um, they're more active and they feed better and everything they do. So I, I quite like the bigger tides. I think it's great. All yeah. right. Well, have a coffee, go back to bed, turn the radio on. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. I'll do a bit of maintenance. Thank you. Okay. Well, no, don't go. Got to give, let people know how they get in contact with Renegade Charters. Okay. It's zero four three seven. 389-097 or just look us up on Instagram or Facebook, Renegade Blue Water Charters. Okay, buddy. Thanks very much. Thank you. See you later. You're listening to High Tide here on the Super Radio Network. It is 4.32 and 2 seconds. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Certainly been some fallout for the uh, referendum. Australia has spoken. Just can't get my head around this, and maybe you can help me out. Why was it the cities, but all the city folk voted yes? It's the country folk and the regionals that voted no. How do we work that one out? Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Hamas media is saying it's all propaganda, and yeah, propaganda, and it's fake news. So who do you believe? It's, it's a big question, isn't it? Yeah, terrible. Talk Tonight has Sydney talking. Down to Sydney with her when she was on a buying trip once. Vegan leather. Yeah, Adelaide had a bit of a laugh and he said, oh, they're only a brand new product. And he kept looking at me, sort of wondering what I was laughing at. And I said, mate, they've been around for years. Isn't that called plastic? Plastic, yeah. <laughs> A vegan leather handbag. (laughs) Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. Pick your favourite Kia. From the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street-cred-delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. If you've thought about building a PAL kit home, here's your chance to find out how PAL's building by numbers steel framing system comes together. Now you're invited to an open day at PAL's Emu Plains Display Centre on Saturday, October 21st 113 to 115 Russell Street, Emu Plains If you'd like a little more information you go to palkithomes.com.au or phone PAL Kit Homes on 1800 024 912 Easy Mortgages offers flexible 
affordable home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... 07-56198-198 2SM 1269AM 2SM Digital and online at 2SMSuperNetwork.com More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network Thanks to Shimano Tomorrow's Tackle Today If only I could go There's some boats and there's some boats and there's captains and there's more captains and then there's particular type of captain, the old sea dog captain, and that's who I'm going to talk to right now. My good mate, Ross O'Brien, who is the captain, who used to be the captain of the MV Signa. Yeah, mate. Yeah, captain retired now. Yep. Oh, mate, wasn't it cold last night down there? I nearly bit the fire, fair minimum. Yeah, it was cold, all right. I had to put a, six put a blanket on the bed. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I just let the dog in. He's warm. Sleeps within his wife and warm. Anyway, fishing. Plenty of it. A lot of salmon around, mate. All through the lake, all along the beaches. Everyone's uh, getting, the, getting the Aussie salmon together. Good. Um, I, I've eaten it. I found it. Not as nice as I uh, expected, but uh, if you if you bleed them as soon as they come out of the water, um, you, you can get a nice still and off them. Just well, need to add a bit of um, stuff when you're cooking it, that's all. I've got to go back. I remember Shoemaker said they make great fish cakes. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Good, strong, good, strong flavour there. Yeah, no, they're, they're good that way. But there's just plenty of them around at the moment, heaps. So um, they're good fun too. If you've got a young fella with you, if he hooks onto something that's not full size but half size and he has a good time trying to get it in, it's, it's excellent for the kids. Um, and the dads, the dads enjoy it too, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's just something that the kids can enjoy because they're a big size, uh, they're a good length, and... Yeah. Um, they put up a bit of a fight, so it's all training for later on, isn't it? Yeah. So well, you'll get them at the farm, Bombay or Gerringong? Yeah, all the way up and down the coast, mate. They're in uh, they're in the lake full on. There's a photo of them in the lake on that uh, Fishing of the Warra site, <coughs> aerial photo type thing, um, showing you where they are and stuff like that. So, and some live footage of blokes with them busting the water up all around the place, so. Good stuff. Um, now, the other guy, the guys that have been fishing out during the week haven't been plentiful. I think a lot of them are trying to get jobs done before they go Christmas hits, you know? Yeah. But um, <clears throat> the ones that did get out have done really good on 60-plus fathom. So okay. around 60 fathoms, they're getting that big tiger play that I spoke of. They're getting pigfish, uh, snapper, moeys. Real good fishing. They reckon every drop you're pulling something up, you know. Um, so that that's a, for all you punters in a boat out there. That that'll be where I'd be heading. Uh, Forty fathoms working not as good as out sixty, and thirty fathoms is working as usual. Just the flathead, mainly uh, flathead and um, the odd snapper throwing in. Right on the beaches. Well, what can you say, salmon? Um, yeah, and more around. salmon. And more salmon, yeah, there's a lot of them. And um, 
in Minamara. They're around the entrance in Minamara, but they haven't disturbed up the top, so there's still some good um, um, snapper around uh, the corner, and there's some good um, stuff under the bridge, which is uh, usually snapper, but um, there's a lot of brim around there too. So you should get a good feed if you go to the car park there and just have a flick with uh, them plastic things they use. Up further, the boys have been getting a lot of... Um, uh, Blackfish, Ludrick. Blackfish, thank you, mate. Yeah, Ludrick, rather. I was looking for the proper word there. Yeah, Ludrick, um, there's been good catches of Ludrick up there. Again, on nippers. Okay. The majority of them are getting caught on nippers. So you've got the pump there. You're right on the, the railway line there. There's a perfect spot for getting nippers. Yep. Um, so if you get there early enough before the multitudes, you'll, you'll pick up some nippers through there on the run out. Okay. Farm, again, along the front of the farm, um, you're getting a lot of salmon. Uh, there is some flathead mixed amongst them. Not much, but, you know, for every 10 snapper, you might get two flathead. Um, so that's worth, worth a punt around. It's worth having a bit of fun there with the salmon. Fishing might, they're a ton of fun if you're fishing with light gear. They uh, put up a good fight and you have a lot of fun with them. Um, a lot of guys don't eat them, as I said before, but cut them, stand them up in the sand, all the blood drains out, they've got a nice different taste. Then, If you just um, don't bleed them as you catch them, um, you're not, not going to enjoy it very much. Um, the other side of Bombo has been working well. Uh, the other side of um, the farm, sorry, been working well right down to the old gantry. Again, there's salmon there, but uh, there's also some good uh, a snapper underneath them. Um, if you can get through them, you'll get, you'll get some good snapper. Good flat edge down through there. Right up into the gantry at the moment, there's fish right along that front there. Um, I haven't had a look at the forecast just yet. It caught me a bit short. What have we got? We've got nine knots gusting to 12 at the morning, for this morning. Um, when the gusts were uh, 30, 19, sorry, 19 knots, which is the strongest gust. That was at 2 o'clock this morning. So now it's um, 9 to 12, so it looks like... Uh, it might settle down during the day. Just watch that swell too. I'm not sure what's going to be going on. Cause it was four metres yesterday. Well, yeah, but we had a hell of a storm last night, so it could be all chopped up to hell now. So it's uh, way in the dark. There's always the beaches. Like I said, plenty of salmon and stuff over there and flooded. Um So just, just watch it. I'll wait till the sun comes up and have another look. I think so. Um, the amount of rain we had made it might have calmed it all down. You well, that might it. move the prawns around and the crabs. Yep, yep. That would stir up the lake a bit more. You wouldn't read about it. I just paid uh, $200 for 10,000 litres of water because we we're out of water and it's been raining for two days. So I'm going to have plenty of water now, Karen. That's good. Yeah, yeah, no, we had heaps there last night. It was quite a big four. Um, we got the car show on on Sunday, so that, the committee will have to have a look at the ground down there and see whether we can get cars on it or not, I suppose. But uh, we'll see what happens there. And I might be on air and I might not be on Sunday. I'll let you know. Uh, okay. Now, we're just about covered all the bases. Well, if you don't answer, we know what's happened. Yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, I'm stuck down there with them. Um, I honestly think if, if you, you're not going to get out, if you're not going to get out, get, a, get along the beaches, pick a spot, pick a hole, and I think you'll get a good feed. Because um, the salmon bring fish in too. They, everyone says, oh, they kill the fish. They don't. A lot of fish follow the salmon. A lot of the bigger species follow the salmon around. So there's an opportunity there you may get one out of the blue. You know right. what I mean? Something decent out of the blue. 
uh, I wouldn't go in despair. I'd definitely go along and uh, have a fish. And oh. don't go out if in doubt. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. All right. We'll try for right, you right. tomorrow morning. Yeah, I can't promise I'll be there. I've got a reunion tonight from the uh, all the miners from when the pick were uh, <laughs> <coughs> So I could be a little bit seedy in the morning. <laughs> all right, right. Yeah, I get on. All right, guys, take it easy. Okay, mate, bye. There he goes, Captain Ross O'Brien. Oh, what's the time now? Four, four, four. All fours are there at 0.5, which is 4.44.5. And you're listening high tide here on the Super Radio Network. We'll be back shortly. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk tonight. With Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Season C supply. What's tougher than tough? NHP's ISO range of plugs, sockets and switches. With over 400 options covering 10 to 50 amps in 3, 4 and 5 pin configurations, NHP's industrial strength options range of plugs, sockets and switches is diverse and excellent value. IP66 and UV stabilised as standard with chemical resistant versions available, you won't find a tougher range for your industrial, commercial and domestic applications. Hot or cold, indoor or outdoor, NHP's ISO range is tough. ISO tough. Available at your local electrical wholesaler. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 66 71 359. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Well, there we go. We're back on air and we're travelling uh, to the country or are we just locally here in Sydney, Mr Bobby O'Dean? Yeah, mate, I'm uh, comfortably located on my lounge. Hmm. Well, there you go. But, uh, no, you're talking about hamburgers earlier, Kieran. Yeah, yeah. A little uh, takeaway shop here at Layla Park near the uh, IGA, mate. Does a top hamburger with a lot. It's about $8.50. They're as good a hamburger as I've had anywhere. Right, with the lot. That's with the egg and the bacon. Yep, cheese, pineapple, beetroot. Wow. 
That's a good deal. Yeah. And if you want a coffee with it, you go and see the girls at Common Grounds Coffee Joint, mate. What's That's coffee? Fine. Four or five dollars? About five twenty or five fifty or something. Okay. Just, uh, you know, it's a good coffee. You know, it's not like Macca's or the worst one, I think. It's Hungry Jack. That's, you know. Well, I reckon if you go to Macca's, you might as well go and pick up a piece of cardboard. Oh, yeah, well. Only thing has got more preservative in it than me. Than but, all uh, of us. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, mate, you know, the fishing report's a bit tough, Kieran. Yeah. Although, uh, the reports, uh, from what I hear from Mike at the Complete Angler, about, you know, uh, west of the bridge is just as good as uh, east of the bridge. Yeah, yeah, look. um, Especially for the kingfish and a good run of brim up the Parramatta River. Yeah, they've been there for some time, Kieran. Yeah. Uh, um, You know, probably one of the spots you could probably, you know, go land base is around Gradeswell area. Around the bridge area, near the marina. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't know if you're going to pull brim or dew there. Or kings. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and in that area, Parramatta River is great for Ludwig anyway. The hardest part is at this stage, and the other's getting weed. But, um, no, look, the, the Georgia system seems to be fishing quite well. Um, the Mulloway is starting to thin out up top, but they're certainly doing well in the bay off the runway. It's been some really nice fish caught at the night time. Using fresh squid, hole in strips. Um, Cat Cook Bridge is picked, you know, it's a mixed bag, but the Jews aren't quite as big as Fairview fish that are, you know, a bit unders. Uh, you know, the Tom Ugly's Camo Bridge, I'd say, be much, much the same. But the, the, the widening should be on those flats just below Captain Cook Bridge. Yep. You've got your channel marker there just going sort of 50 metres to the north of them in that general region. Anchor and just fish with your worms, especially around your tide changes. You know, hour, hour and a half either side. You'll, you'll, you'll catch a lot. We'll catch a lot of stingrays. You know, just pull them up, pop them off, tie a new hook. And just keep fish. You will get a good feed of fish. Um, but you know, one thing I have noticed a bit on Facebook, a couple of different photos. There's a lot of people out there now chasing mulloway, catch and release, and there's a couple of photos during the week. But, you know, one was a fish a metre plus, floating yeah. belly up. Another one was on it, was belly up swimming in circles. You know, they don't release well. Unless you're really trading with kid gloves and, you know, if you're bringing them out, you know, more than four or five metres of water, mate, there's not a great chance of them surviving. They will swim away, yeah, but, you know, half an hour, hour later, they're shot. You know, you know, seeing one bloke holding one up by the gill plate, it was a metre plus fish, you know, ran and swam away well, you know, but... It's just one of those things, you know, feel good greeny, mate. There's a few of them around. Oh, well, that's our, you know, typical environmental clothes, mate. At least people are starting to take notice now that, the, you know, that thermal shock, mate, is, is a bigger pollution problem than any. And it's, you know, it doesn't replicate the environment. No. That's for sure. I don't. I think it's quite laughable, you know. Um, where are they about the wind farms and the damage that the wind farms are reportedly going to uh, cause for the marine life? Yeah, but um, you know. And where's the animal activist bird? Where's she? Huh? Yeah, but the part that really gets me, Karen. Where's the science behind it? None. There Absolutely no zero. Number, you know. Um, I, I'll tell you something else that that's in my sticking in my throat a little. Is what are fisheries doing about it? Aren't they in control of the marine life in the ocean? 
Barney populations, mate. You know, um, it, it is, you know, it was in England that decided no more. But from what I understand of the contracts is, they put them in and they don't have to get rid of them when they're beyond their life. Yep. Hang on. Yeah. Some like say that in five years that they, Al was saying there a couple of weeks back that, you know, within about four or five years they all start to leak oil and that, so they're all going to be dismantled. And... No, no, just go and drain the oil out of them and leave them there as an ice hole. Yeah. But anyway. And people say, oh, you know, well, let's put them in the country. Okay, and let's stop the farmer from growing growing the vegetables yeah. and whatever, yeah. and the wheat, the grow all the grains. And how are we going to build all new now. roads to get them out there? Because they won't run on the roads, the existing roads. Yeah, I'd like to know why the power prices went up 20-odd percent when they shut down a couple of boilers. they still got power. doesn't cost any more to pay. No. Oh, no, mate, it's more important spending money flying around the world, having a cup of tea or a glass of wine. Yeah. I reckon that, you know, the states would look and laugh. At the, you know. We change we change presidents over here like people change their undies. Fair dinkum. So we're going to be a joke to the rest of the world. Yeah, well. There's no stability in this country like at the top. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not going to say anything about, you know, the politics of things now, mate, because you might as well find a corner of a brick house and start banging your head on it because, you know, yeah. it doesn't do any good except it hurts. So. You're right there. Nothing we do or say will change. But, uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, mate, you know, so, well, I ain't us tossing. <coughs> well, I'll go down to picnic point tonight, mate, to see yep. what this weather's going to do. I checked this morning. It was going to be, it was eight degrees this morning. Uh, yeah, right. I know, I noticed that when I walked out myself. Hey, listen, Bob, I've got to go. All right, mate, I'll chat to you tomorrow. We'll do a bit of a fresh water update. Uh, okay, mate. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that tomorrow. Yeah, Morris. All right, there he goes, Bobby Dean. And uh, we'll go to an ad break, then we'll go to the news, and we'll come back with our good friend, the Tenderfield Tiddler.